Hey guys, welcome to the Boss Queens of Voices podcast where we discuss the hard truth. The aim of this podcast is to provide a safe space for normalising healthy and constructive conversations and debates on topics and issues which affect the black community. Some episodes will feature just myself, sharing my views, opinions and personal experiences, while other episodes will feature guest speakers who will also share their views, experiences and personal perspectives. I hope you join me on this journey as we unpack and face these issues head on. Remember to like, share and subscribe to never miss an episode. And if you'd like to be a guest speaker or have any suggestions on how things can be improved, please send me an email at theadvicequeen at gmail.com. All suggestions and constructive criticism are welcome. Please also follow me on Instagram at the Boss Queens with Voices podcast and join me every Saturday live at 11pm where you can have your say or send me a voice message using the link below in the podcast description box. Hey guys, welcome to season two of the Boss Queens with Voices podcast. I am your host, the Advice Queen, and today's topic is Sis, You Are Enough. So yeah, so what I want to tell you today is you are pretty, you are smart, you're courageous, you're abundant, self-reliant, resilient, strong, you're a caregiver, a mother, a wife, a sister, a boss, a teacher a queen so yeah by all means sis you are enough you know sometimes we get ourselves in you know such disorder that we can't even see the point of you know changing in any way form or shape or attempting to even better our lives or our surroundings or our circumstances well sis I'm here to tell you today that it's okay if you don't have your shit in order what matters is that you're fed up or being fed up and you want that change you know, the truth is none of us really, you know, have everything 100% in order. We all have things that we need to change in our lives. We all have, you know, things that, you know, that we want to change, things that our environment may be, our jobs, whatever the case may be. We all have things that we want to change that will make us be, you know, our best possible selves in in, in so much words. You know, my journey, you know, of self-discovery or trying to find myself, I should say, began roughly about 16 years ago initially. And to be quite honest, um, I never quite cleared the hurdle, so to speak, you know, because as much as I was fed up to the point of being fed up, of being fed up, if that makes sense, you know, I was also fed up with a lot of the aspects of my life, how it was trans, you know, transpiring and that just constant feeling of feeling empty and not feeling fulfilled, you know, like not feeling like I was living to my true life's potential, you know. And there was numerous times that I took, you know, the action to make changes, to better myself. And I must say, a lot of that time during those 16 years, you know, a lot of it was just pretty much short-lived, you know, because there's always something or someone that will come by and distract me or take me off that path, you know, for many reasons, whether it was love, you know, what we call love, lust, whatever you want to call it, Um, just, you know, the distraction of having a good time, the thrill of excitement, all that sort of stuff. So all of that 
you know, constantly, every time I was on that journey to sort of try and better myself, those things would always sort of um, come in my way. So, as I said, um, healing was only ever really short-lived up until, you know, a few years ago where, you know, the, the, the need for change for myself, it just became unbearable unbearable to the point that I just wanted to just almost like burst out of my body if you know what that feeling feels like so yeah and you know on top of that to add to all of the distractions that were constantly throwing themselves at me and most people I I suspect like most people face on a day-to-day basis we were we live in a world that is constantly bombarding us with images and lifestyles of influencers, celebrities, you know, and people from those sort of walks of life. And sometimes we also feel the pressure to conform to those ideologies, um, which, you know, they're not necessarily aligned with our essence or our true identity, so to say. So I say this to say basically to embrace ourselves wholly we must remove the veil the mask the false image the false identities which we have you know along the way subconsciously um, adopted and stop running from ourselves and find our way back to our true selves so to do this one needs to get to know their self on you know on a deeper level and what I say is you got to get uncomfortable with yourself in order to find comfort in yourself. I like that. So that's what I that's what I stand with. So what do I mean by that statement? Well, what I mean is you got to get to know yourself on a deep, intimate level. You know, you got to get to know the good, the bad and, you know, the damn right ugly sides of you that you probably don't want to have anything to deal with. Yep. So um The way that I've started to deal with this is I'm doing this in stages. So I've started, you know, with my earliest memories as a child, working my way up to um, adulthood. You know, some people might call that inner child work, shadow work, that sort of thing. So, you know, as I said, I've started from my earliest point where I can remember myself. And, you know, I'm taking myself through the stages to um, sort of do that inner child work and shadow work, so to speak. Also, um, I think it's good to do, um, you know, to to think about what your strengths and weaknesses are and write them down. Um, I do this, you know, quite often. Um, It's called, I do it in a form of like what you call a SWOT analysis. So that's like your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities and threats. So in saying that, um, with a SWOT analysis, your strengths and weaknesses are always what I would call internal and um, the opportunities and threats are external factors. So um, I can give you a little example from my own personal insight. So um, for me, my um, S in the SWOT, which is the strength, is my strength is communication communicating with people motivating people uplifting people that sort of thing that's my strength 
that's one of my strengths I should say so um and one of my weaknesses you know because I'm going to do it in in the framework of what I would do it so communication would be my strength Um, my weakness would be um, I dislike being in the spotlight I don't like public speaking I don't like to be on camera videos all that sort of thing so my weakness is I don't like being in a spotlight yeah so those two things as I said are internal factors those are things that I can control so I can control my strength I can control my weakness because I can do work to adjust accordingly if that makes sense moving forward to opportunities and threats so um, opportunity for me in the terms of my strength being communication and my weakness being not liking to speak in, you know, not like to be in in in, in the spotlight. Um, an opportunity for me would be using audio. So doing a podcast, speaking to you guys, communicating through audio, which is less intimidating for myself. And, um, you know, it cuts out all the aesthetics of, you know, what do I look like? Am I, is my hair done? Is my makeup done properly? All of that is cut out. So that's an opportunity for me. Um, a threat for me would be, um, obviously, because I have that fear of public speaking and that fear of being in a spotlight, my competitor, who would probably love to be in a spotlight, loves public speaking and all of that, um, that would be sort of like a threat. So my threat would be sort of, um, so to say, you know, the fear of public speaking could mean that I would um, struggle to grow both personally and financially. So that's just like a little five minute, you know, brief on things that you can do in terms of looking into yourself and seeing where your strengths are, where your weaknesses are. Opportunities and threats, as I said, are external factors. So, you know, those are not things that you really have to 100% concentrate on. But your strengths and your weaknesses, I would say something that you should tap into. Write them down, write down all your strengths, write down all your weaknesses. So um, moving on from that, um, other things that you, you know, you can do to uplift yourself, to make yourself feel whole, to make yourself feel worthy, you know, do things like self-educating yourself, sis, like read books, you know, we're living in a, in a, in an age of information where we have a wealth of knowledge, a wealth of information just at our fingertips, use the resources, use, you know, the free resources, because they're free, we don't know how long they're going to be free, we've never really had um, access to so much information, and we're living in an age where, you know, you don't even have to be, you know, a college graduate to be able to tap into the information that is there. A lot of us use social media on a daily basis for all sorts of things. So if we're able to use social media, able to use WhatsApp and those kind of things, then by all means, we we should be able to um, use those mediums also to educate ourselves. So even if you struggle to read, you have, you know, dyslexia, those kind of things, problems with your eyesight, you know, there's no excuse for you not to be 
trying to educate yourself in this day and age. You have audio books. There's so much resources out there right now that it's pretty much ridiculous if you're not utilizing those um resources to your to your benefit and you're just you know wasting your time scrolling through social media watching other people that are making use of their time you know so um another thing that I find useful is meditating a lot of people when you speak about meditating a lot of people just seem to think oh you know you're bonkers you're crazy I haven't got time you know all the rest of it but trust me five minutes of meditating first thing in the morning when you wake up you will see is the best thing that you can invest your time in and I say five minutes because that's where I started I started on five minutes I have upped it a bit you know I do struggle to focus and keep my concentration and my thoughts are constantly running wild in my head but I must say since I've started to meditate a lot of the traffic in my head has slowed down. I'm able to focus. I'm able to pull ideas out. I'm able to, you know, just channel those genuine ideas that are coming through from various different, you know, aspects and various different parts of my brain. I'm able to channel them properly now. So as I said, five minutes of meditation a day, first thing in the morning, last thing at night. But, you know, usually when your mind's not too busy is the best time to um to um, meditate I, I find that that's best for me in the morning because you know before I get on my phone before I do anything distracting I wake up I brush my teeth drink a glass of water and I'm meditating so yeah so guys uh, meditating is you know a good way of um channeling and you know getting deep into yourself and if you struggle also with being able to um, sit down in silence and, you know, hold a meditation, (laughs) so to speak, by yourself. You can also do things like breath work because um, even myself, I find that when you're focusing on your breathing, which you're supposed to do when you're meditating anyway, it, it helps to sort of keep your focus within, if that makes sense. So um, there's lots of techniques out there that you can use. Um, you know there's lots of resources YouTube there's apps out there both on Android and Apple um, that you can use to sort of um, meditate or do breath work there's one that I do like in terms of breath work it's called the 444 method so you literally in inhale for four seconds you hold your breath for four seconds and then you let it all out, exhale for four seconds and, you know, you do that for, you know, five minutes, ten minutes, whatever your preference is. But as I said, even five minutes of meditation will change your whole life. You know, come back and quote me on it. And um, also, moving on from that exercise is also something that we need to be incorporating into our daily lives because a lot of us don't exercise and I think with not exercising you know there's a lot of pent-up energy anxiety all those kind of things are emotions within your body that you need to release so exercise is key even if it's 10 minutes a day go for a walk a jog in the park, go for a bike ride, a scoot, do some dancing, 
anything that floats your boat, but just get, you know, get your blood blood pumping in your body and all of that stuff. So yeah, that's another thing that is good for us. Also, journaling is something that I found useful. Um, I've only just recently started to um, journal, but um, that is something that I find very useful because you're able to, again, let out all those emotions that you may hold within or you may struggle to say to other people or um, discuss or disclose. So there's some things that you, you know, you might hold within that, you know, you feel some kind of way to speak to friends, family or whatever about. Write them down in a journal. Write down your thoughts in the morning. Write down your thoughts after you've meditated. You know, when you get that idea in your head, whether it's a business idea or just a random thought, if you think it's useful, write it down. Because usually things that float into our head during times that when we're meditating and them kind of things, they're usually of importance. Might not know it at the time, but because you've written it down, it will come to you at a later point and you'll be like, oh yeah, I wrote that down. So yeah, journaling is great. It's good to, um, you know, it's, it's a useful tool. You can get you can get various different kinds of journal. At the moment, I'm working with a journal um, that obviously helps with my weakness, which is expressing myself and speaking publicly. So that's the journal I'm working on at the moment with at the moment I should say I have two journals but that predominantly is the one I'm using at the moment and it is um by Michelle Obama so it's called Becoming yeah so it's the journal to her book Becoming so yeah it's quite useful I like it um and you know you don't have to go out and buy a journal you can just buy a little notepad one pound notepad one dollar notepad wherever you are in the world just a cheap notepad and just write down date and write down your thoughts your feelings those kind of things yep so um also with all what I've just said in terms of the meditating the exercising the journaling and that sort of stuff um setting yourself a routine is crucial to starting your day with good energy and vibrations I can't even stress the importance of having a routine in the morning even me myself like I hate routines. I do not like, I'm just anti-routines. I don't like doing the same thing every day, day in, day out, day in, day out. But I must say my 60 minute routine that I started, it was called The Miracle Morning. I read a book called The Miracle Morning by um, Hal Elrod. Hal Elrod, I hope I pronounce it properly. And it's um, the six habits that will transform your life before 8am. And I must say, Trust me, guys, if you can't even read the book, just do the 60-minute um, routine, which is six habits that will transform your life before a.m. So five minutes of silence, whether that's just total silence, meditation, or five minutes of breath work. Then you do five minutes of affirmation, um, five-minute visualization. So visualize the things that you're trying to manifest into your life. Um, 20 minutes of exercise. As I said, I've already stressed the importance of exercise. 20 minutes of reading. Again, can't stress enough the importance of reading. 
and five minutes of journaling. So that's a 60 minute total. Um, what I do in the morning is as soon as I open my eyes, I don't even think about it. I just get out of bed, um, brush my teeth, wash my face, drink a full glass of water and bam, I'm straight into my silence or my meditation or my breath work, whichever I choose to do on that morning. And then again, I go down the the line with um, my affirmations, my gratitude, my visualization, my journaling, my exercise. Well, I'm not going to lie, the exercise, I'm not quite on top of that yet, but I'm getting there. And my reading. So yeah, um, you can also like write your own affirmations. So things like, I am enough, you know, I'm powerful, I'm beautiful, you know, I'm smart, you know, whatever the, whatever the case that you want to, whatever it is that, you, you know, you struggle with, you write those affirmations to, um, you know, give you that inspiration every morning. So every morning when you wake up, if you don't have a mirror, um, sit, you know, sit somewhere quiet while you're doing your 60 minute um miracle morning routine and you know just say nice things to yourself you know I'm loving I'm kind you know all those kind of nice wonderful things say to yourself and when you're saying it don't just say it for saying sake say it and you know believe it that's why it's you know I do it in front of my mirror because yeah it's a bit more you know what I mean <laughs> so also um you can also write down like gratitude mantras. So what you're grateful for, what you're thankful for. And, you know, you can add that also into your morning routine. Um, there's many um, affirmation apps, gratitude apps. There's loads of affirmations, gratitude on YouTube. Um, at the moment, I'm using an app called I Am. Um, there's also um apps for meditation there's an app called calm there's headspace there's loads of resources out there that you know you can use to start to um channel your energies to go within yourself to be able to start reflecting from inside out if that makes sense yep so um yeah so another thing that i wanted to quickly touch on was um you know a lot of us are struggling or a lot of us are being diagnosed I should say with anxiety and depression and you know I I say this to say that you know there's a lot of people that genuinely have you know mental health problems and people that struggle with depression and anxiety on a daily basis but Sometimes when we're feeling low, anxious, you know, emotionally unstable and those sort of things, that's usually an indication that there's an imbalance of some sort in our body. Do you know what I mean? So, again, going back to the 60 minute, having a routine, regular exercise, drinking at least two litres of water a day, you know, watching your sugar intake all those kind of things contribute to sort of your overall well-being so I'm not saying don't go and seek professional help 
if you're struggling with anxiety or you're struggling with, you know, your, your, your moods are low and those kind of things. I'm not saying don't go and seek help professionally, but I'm saying sometimes a lifestyle change, a change of environment, you know, taking regular walks, being out in, you know, in nature, just having fresh air, those kind of things can just lift one's moods. So sometimes it's not always that you're anxious or you're depressed or those kind of things. Sometimes there's more going on in the body. You know, it might be hormonal imbalance, those kind of things, because, you know, as females, you know, we do have we do have changes in our hormones, especially when we go through our cycle and those kind of things. So that's just something that I wanted to touch on. Um, and yeah, you know, sometimes we just have to speak life into ourselves, you know, on a daily basis, because we do get we do get caught up with daily life and all of his expectations that sometimes we even forget to put ourselves on the backs of the little small achievements that we do make, you know, like going to work, keeping the family together, paying the bills, do you understand what I mean? Running the business, you know, making sure our kids are good, making sure our husbands are good, and sometimes even making sure our parents are good. So sometimes we have to give ourselves, you know, a pat on the back for the little things that we do, getting up, going to the gym, you know, taking a stroll, you know, starting to drink water. Give yourself a clap, give yourself a pat on the back each time you do something different than what you normally would do because everything that you do towards bettering yourself is an achievement you know and um, also take time to love yourself have pamper days you know change your eating habits as I said and show gratitude for the things um, that you've already got you know the little things show gratitude for being able to wake up every day show gratitude that you have good health you know that you have a roof over your head you're able to to eat you know just the small things in life give gratitude for the the sun the moon and you know the fact that we have air to breathe and clean water to drink so certain things that we just take for granted on a daily basis I think that you know we should be showing gratitude for because when you do start to show gratitude for the small things in life and stop focusing on the things that you don't have and the things that you can't, you know, that are not in your control, then you start to see life from a different angle. You start to see life from a more positive place than always a negative place. Because if you're always looking at what you don't have, that's negative. If you give thanks what you have, that's positive. So when you're focusing on positive, positive things kind of happen and um, transpire in your life so you know that's and that's that's more food for thought there you know gratitude gratitude is something that we hardly do you know um we get up every day we wake up you know we're able to get out of bed we're able to walk up and down the, the, the stairs the street whatever it is we're able to use our hands our senses so those are all things to be gra- to be grateful for on a daily basis, you know. And also, we need to take the time to do the necessary healing, you know. Take the time to do the necessary work, you know. Get support if it's needed, you know. Speak to a therapist. There's, you know, you can nowadays you can pretty much refer yourself if you need therapy. Um, speak to family members speak to your, you know, your friends, speak to each other, let's just start normalising speaking to each other, you know, 
let's ask questions, let's dig into our traumas, let's dig into the things that have been affecting us for generations and generations, and let's just start to break those, you know, them, them generational curses, let's start to, like, heal ourselves and lend a hand to heal each other so that, you know, our children and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren don't have to keep repeating the cycles that we've been repeating for god knows how long you know um yeah and also think about gaining skills because you know now is about skilling up now it's not really so much about you know going to get master's degrees and you know putting yourself in debt for all these things now it's about gaining tangible skills you know whether you're gonna start baking cakes or whatever start thinking about tangible skills that can trans you know you can that can be transferred into wider society you understand we're living in the age of technology the age of information you know people want information just the same way that we go on google and we type in this and we type in that people want information at their fingertips so think about that think about things that you can do think about you know, the resources that you can give to people, do you understand what I'm saying, that, you know, can also trans transpire into you being able to earn a living, a comfortable living, rather than just going to work every day to pay your bills, do you understand what I mean, and, you know, set yourself goals, set yourself goals, Um, you know, I use um again i always you know i don't know if it's because i don't know it might be because of my you know my uni background but i use um a technique called the smart um approach so it's specific measurable achievable realistic and time bound so set yourself goals that are specific you know i want to um lose 5 pounds by the end of march you know, so I'm trying to say, is it measurable? Are you able to measure the um the success of your goal? Is it achievable? Is it you know? Are you setting your goal? Are you setting your goals that setting yourself goals that are unrealistic? You know, so I'm trying to say. So is your goal achievable? Is your goal uh, um realistic? Is your goal time bound? So that means that you have to give yourself a time frame in which you are looking to achieve your goals there's no point in saying oh i'm gonna lose five pounds okay when how do you understand what i mean so those are the kind of things that you have to do start setting yourself goals that are smart you know and doing the work that's necessary for you to heal whether that's seeking therapy you know going deep into yourself, speaking to family members, just get up and start doing the work, you know, and every morning that you wake up, every evening that, you know, you, you before you go to, to sleep, look, look yourself in the mirror, if you don't have a mirror, look yourself in your phone, because your phone's got a camera, yeah, so look, look at yourself every day and say to yourself, I am enough, why? because you are so guys thank you for joining me on this episode and i will be back next week in the boardroom stay tuned and stay blessed 
don't forget to like, share, subscribe if you like my content. And if you'd like to send me a voice note, the link in the podcast description box, you can send me a voice message or you can leave a review on my website at www.bossladies. Sorry, I do apologize. Boss Queen empire.com that is my website or you can find the link in my instagram bio and leave a review there so guys thanks for tuning in and hopefully we'll be back in the boardroom next week take care guys bye bye